Welcome to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast, where we are turning your dream of writing a book into your reality. On this show, you'll learn how to write, publish, and launch a nonfiction book from the most elite professionals and entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Kelfer, four-time bestselling author and founder of the Big Idea to Bestseller program, and I'm here to reveal the secrets of what it takes to write an incredible book to grow your business, become the go-to expert, and change the world. So whether you want more credibility, you want more coaching clients, you want to start a business, or you simply want to share a powerful message, this podcast was made for you. Let's go! This is the map to writing, publishing, and launching a nonfiction book in 2024. Okay, follow these steps that I'm about to give you. I'm about to give you 10 steps and you're going to be able to get a book written, published, and launched faster than you ever thought possible while also using this book to position yourself as the expert so that you could achieve business growth and make a massive impact. Now, this is the exact roadmap that I've used to launch four best-selling books myself and help hundreds of people do the same. Now, the first thing that you have to understand first and foremost is that you have to commit to the book. Okay, if you aren't committed, how do you expect the book to come about? Okay, so right off the bat, before you even get into the tactical steps, if you aren't committed to the book, then it might not be the best time for you to write a book. But if you are committed to the book and you're willing to put in the work, you're willing to put in the energy, willing to put in the time to make this happen, well, let me show you the fastest way to get this done and the fastest way to get this done right. So the first thing that you need to do if you want to write, publish, and launch a nonfiction book to grow your business in 2024 is you have to get started with a great idea. We call it the big idea, all right? And a couple little tips to help you figure this out is to ask yourself, what do you already sell? What do you already make money teaching about? What are the biggest lessons you've already learned in your life? What problem do you want to solve? What are you already being asked? Or what transformation have you gone through? Okay, a lot of times if you are a coach or a consultant, you went through the transformation and now you teach on said transformation based on your process. If you are an executive and you've had 30 years of running a company and you want to share lessons for the next generation, that is a great nonfiction book. So you got to get started with the great idea. You got to make sure it's something that you're excited about, something that you're committed to, and something that you're willing to actually accomplish. So that's step one, is to get started with a great big idea. Number two, step number two is to map out an organized outline. Now, in our program, Big Idea to Bestseller, we teach people what we call the Avengers process to outlining your book, but there are really a few things that you need to know to be able to create a great outline. Number one, and this is where I like to start people at, is what is the stuff you can teach, okay? What is the educational side of this book? Most nonfiction books are designed to solve a problem to help somebody achieve something on the back end, right? So, For you, what can you teach that will help solve the problem or get somebody that result? That is the first thing that I encourage people to do. And I encourage you to make a spider web of this and just jot down a bunch of ideas. Once you have that, I want you to create the experience side of your outline. And this is really, what are your stories? What are the lessons you've learned? What have you gone through that validates or that supports your education side of the book? So what can you teach mixed with what have you experienced creates a awesome, awesome framework for your book. And the third step to outlining is putting these two together. 
And so a very straightforward way to outline your book could be, here's a story, here's the explanation of it, here's the lesson that came from it, and here's what I want you to do, and here's the call to action. When you look at a lot of books, you start to see that there's a lot of really, really uh, great frameworks that come from a solid outline. So step number two is to map out an organized outline. Step number three is once you have the outline created, you want to do what we call the doggy draft. Okay, this is the rough draft phase. And the biggest thing that that I'll just share right here right now and the the area that people get hung up on is they try to make their first draft their perfect draft. Okay, but when you are learning a language for the first time, do you speak it perfectly on the first try? No. When you ride a bike for the first time, Are you an expert bike rider the first time? No. Most people, everybody I've ever met, do not write the perfect book on the first try. So my suggestion to you is when you're on step three, writing your rough draft, is to not try to make this a masterpiece, but rather try to make this a work of art that gets out all of your thoughts, all of your ideas, all of your stories in written form, and then you can polish it up in the later steps. And then the second big piece of advice when you're writing your rough draft here is don't edit as you go. One of the biggest things that we see people do before they say, hey, Jake, I need help. I'm stuck. I've been working on my rough draft is they write a chapter, they edit it. They write that chapter, they edit it again. And six months goes by and they're still on the same chapter. Instead, what I want to encourage you to do is write, 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 get it all out. Don't edit as you go. And then move on with a finished rough draft. Step number four is do some selective, okay, self-editing. Self-editing is basically you now have a rough draft. Self-editing is now you're going to go back through your book and now make edits. The reason why I encourage and a lot of other people encourage you to do editing after the rough draft is done versus during the rough draft is because if you are trying to build a puzzle, Okay, let me give you this analogy. If you're trying to build a puzzle and you try to change the puzzle or edit the puzzle, but you only have half the pieces, that puzzle is very hard to complete. But when you have all the pieces, now you can rearrange the, 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 the puzzle in the different orders. You could pick the bottom right, the top right. You could do the corners first, whatever. Now, this is like your rough draft. Having a completed rough draft, even though it's rough, allows you to have all the puzzle pieces to your book. Now you can shape it, reorder it, change it, make it better, expand on stories, add more details. And that's what self-editing is. So self-editing is you take the rough draft that you've created and then you add different elements to it, okay? You review it, you make edits, you expand on your stories, you change the order as needed, all right? And that is step number four. Step number five is now you are at the point where your book is feeling good, you've self-edited, it's the best that you can make it. Step number five is to hire an elite editor. Now, the biggest thing here is make sure that you find an editor that has experience in the genre of books that you're writing, okay? And then make sure that the vibe of the editor, the time frame of the editor, and the, the budget of the editor works with your project's objective, okay? There is a wide range of what you could choose to invest in, whether it's working with a company who does it for you or hiring an editor. There are a wide range of different price points depending on the uh, several different factors, including the length of your book, the type of editing that you need. And so it's really important to make sure that you have the right guidance 
and that you hire the right editor to bring your book to life. Now, if this is your first book, this is a place where it can be kind of nerve wracking because your editor is going to be the first person besides you to actually read your book. And I just want you to know editors are not there to criticize your work. Editors are there to help make your work the best possible book it can be. So just a tip as you go and hire the editors, editors are there to support you. They're part of your team. They're part of the, the people that will help make your book the most impactful and most successful on the back end. Step number six is choosing a title and subtitle that actually sells. All right, a title and subtitle is so, so, so important for nonfiction books. And there's a general, general idea that I'm going to share with you for what a title could look like and what a subtitle could look like. The title is supposed to be the attention-grabbing headline. It's the thing that stops the scroll. It's, it's supposed to be exciting. It's supposed to be straightforward. It's supposed to tell you what you're going to learn. And the key thing for a title that I've really found catches my attention and things that really work very, very well is it's short, it's memorable, it's exciting. And often, less is more, okay? Sometimes this is going to be directly related to your favorite phrase or your coaching program or towards something that means a lot to you. Other times, it will be a little bit more funky or fancy. And in that case, you just have to make sure that the subtitle is more dialed in, which leads me to what is a great subtitle? Well, to keep it very short, a great subtitle on a nonfiction book tells the reader exactly what the book is going to be about. So between your title and your subtitle, it should be very, very straightforward. Here's what I mean by this. The title of my latest book, Big Idea to Bestseller. It's catchy, four words, it's memorable, it's from here to here, okay? The subtitle, and I got it right here, is how to write, publish, and launch a nonfiction book to grow your business and make an impact. It tells the reader exactly what this book is going to be about, and it alienates and turns away the people who are not looking for this book. So if you're looking for a fiction book, you're not going to pick this up. If you don't want to use a book for business, you're probably not going to pick this up. So your title and subtitle is a critical, critical piece to your book writing process. Step number seven is you want to create a cover that converts, okay? Now, I'll be the first to say, you know, don't judge a book by a cover. Well, that's exactly what you're about to be doing here. We've all seen book covers that are shitty, Guess what you do with the shitty book cover is you're likely going to skip over it. But a great book cover can not only confirm that you should be buying this book, but it can actually catch your attention enough to get you interested in the book in the first place. And so it's really important that you create a cover that converts. And a few little tips is to think of your favorite books that are yours, that, that you've read, that you like, that are in the industry. Okay. What do they have in common? When I wrote my first book, Elevate Beyond, I went to Barnes & Noble, I went into the section where my book was going to be competing, and I looked at what did all the, the, the best-selling books in that category have? What was the color schemes? What were the titles? What was the, 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 the cover uh, colors? Like, what was everything, the, the style elements? And I based it off of several books that I found to really grab my attention and to really resonate. And I wanted this simple yet sleek feel, okay? The second thing to think about is, what are the books in your niche? Okay, so specifically, what are the competing books? Are they all one color? Do they all have a similar font? Do they all have a similar style? 
What about think of the authors in your niche? Do they have a similar style? Are you doing a series? Are you doing multiple books? Are you going to be on brand? Is this a one-off? You got to start to think about those different things so that you could have the right cover. And then lastly, think of your brand. Okay. What is your brand? Do you already have an existing business? Is this jumpstarting a new business? Is this a separate entity from your existing businesses? Think of your brand. Do you want it to be aligned? Do you want the color scheme? Do you want the branding to be the same? You really want to think about those things. So if you think about your favorite books, you think about books in your niche, and you think about your brand, this is going to help you understand the style, the font choice, the the selective things that you're going to want to do and send to a cover designer. Now, the next step here is step eight. At this point, the book has been written by you. It's been self-edited by you. It's been edited. You have your title. You have your subtitle. Now, you have your cover. Now, it's time to get your book formatted. All right, so now it's time to separate yourself from all the other authors out there to put yourself in the professional category versus the amateur category. And here's what I mean by that. Formatting is one of those things where a lot of people jump the gun or they skip it or they don't think that it's that important. But what formatting does is it takes your manuscript from a Word or a Google Doc and it puts it into the proper format so that you will be able to have both an ebook as well as a paperback version of this book. And that is so, so, so important. And so it's really important that you get your book formatted in multiple formats, ebook and paperback, And you really want to make sure that it's done accurately because this is one of the easiest, easiest things for people to be like, oh, that's an amateur. They were just rushing. They just did it really quick versus, oh, wow, that looks really, really polished and solid. So you want to make sure that you get your book formatted professionally. Now, step number nine, the book has now been produced. It is time to officially publish your book. Now, this is where you put your book out there on the platforms. This is where you get your ISBN, your book ID code, this is where you set it up so that it'll be available for worldwide distribution. You can use IngramSpark, you can use KDP, which is Amazon self-publishing platform, and you can do so many really, really cool things with this. So this is where you want to professionally publish your book. This is where when you push this button, it goes live out to the world. And then step number 10 is launch your book and give yourself a shot at hitting the bestseller status and building some initial buzz and momentum. So your book's out. It's time to launch it. Run some campaigns, grassroots marketing, tell your friends, post on social, run email marketing, get shout outs, have a launch team, do a launch party. I mean, there's so many cool things that you can incorporate when you actually launch your book. Okay. And when you do all of this, when you follow this process, these 10 steps, You'll be able to write, publish, and launch a nonfiction book this year, okay? We're not talking years to go from idea to launch. We're talking months, folks. We're talking months to create the highest quality book in the shortest amount of time. And then my bonus step for you, step 11, is to celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself at every step along this journey. Celebrate yourself in the struggle. Celebrate yourself in the success. Celebrate the the shit out of yourself when you launch this book because you know what? It's going to impact a lot, a lot of people. All right. You have the knowledge, you have the skills, and clearly you have the interest, or else you wouldn't still be watching or listening to this right now. Now is your time to share this in a book. 
So let me recap with you. Step number one is get started with a great idea. Step number two is to make an organized outline. Step number three is to write your rough draft. Step number four is to do some self-editing. Step number five is to hire elite editors. Step number six is to choose the title and subtitle. Step number seven, create a cover. Step number eight, get your book formatted. Step number nine, publish your book. And step number 10, launch your book, baby. That's the name of the game. That's how you write, publish, and launch a nonfiction book in 2024 to grow your business and make an impact. Now, if you really enjoyed this, I lay this out in depth in my book, Big Idea to Bestseller. And I want to give you a free copy. You've made it this far. I want to give you a free copy so that you can get uh, a lot more detail from my book, Big Idea to Bestseller. All you have to do is text the word free to 661-669-7363. Again, text the word free to 661-669-7363. I hope you enjoyed this and I look forward to seeing your book, published in 2024. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're ready to get started writing your dream book to grow your business and make an impact, then go ahead and go to bigideatobestseller.com. That's www.bigideatobestseller.com. You can get some free resources. You can grab a free copy of my book, Big Idea to Bestseller. And you can check out everything that we have to help you get started absolutely for free. Together, we're changing the world one book at a time. I'll see you on the next one. Let's go!